0: What's up guys and welcome to season two of The Committed Podcast where we interview some of the most incredible entrepreneurs around and dig into everything it takes for them to drive success in their business. And I'm pumped today because today we're opening up this season with one of my favorite entrepreneurs and one of my favorite companies, Robin Alex, the founder and COO of High Level. This guy is absolutely incredible but not only He's incredible at business, but he's a fascinating leader, guiding his team to do things that no one has ever done before. Get excited, get ready, and strap in as I dive into a conversation with Robin. We got to talk about the, the story, because I know a lot of people love High Level, but tell me about the story of you guys getting together and building this out. How did it all come to fruition? Yeah, so uh, we're on year six this year, 2024, mm-hmm. um, about... Six years ago, or actually seven years ago, I was running a marketing agency, had about 200 or so customers, um, and we ran into the problem of we're driving a lot of leads and doing a lot of work for these customers, but the the business was complaining to us saying, I paid you to make me money, mm-hmm. and we're looking at it as we're doing incredible work for you. We're driving so much attention, and people are calling you. It's not my fault you can't close them, right? but no one wants to hear that, that they're wrong. Um, And so, you know, from the same level of having a decent sized business, we were also losing customers very quickly. And we were trying to figure out a way to solve that. And a lot of it was, how can we end up doing the sales or at least getting people on the books on behalf of these businesses? And uh, funny story is, we were in a conference room and we had a brainstorming session. We mapped it out, you know, different products and tools and like, oh, we can zap here into this and API into this and build this whole thing. And we're like, okay, well, that's great. But (laughs) clients are calling me. Let's get back to work. And it was sitting on that whiteboard so much so that it dried up on there. So you couldn't even erase, erase. it. Right? Yeah. Um, but a couple of months later, I got a call from a customer of mine who said, I have these two guys who are now Sh- Sean and Varun, they're launching a reputation management software and they need access. Can you help them? So I was like, of course, you know, you're my customer. I'll call them. So I called them and got them the logins that they needed. And then I was just talking to them and I was like, well, you know, it's not often that you get to talk to people who are starting a company. And I really didn't know to what level that meant. Maybe they were a 200 person company and it was just a project manager or something like that. You know, I just didn't think that they were not only the founders of it, but the actual developers, right? And I was like, well, you know, what would it take to build something like this? And I remember walking back to the conference room, taking a picture of it and sending it to them. Mm. And Sean said the interesting thing to me, give us a couple of days, we'll call you back. And I remember at that point, I was like, oh, he's just brushing me off. You know, he's got other customers. They're big time. I'm, I'm a nobody. And I've done a little bit of development work, but I just wanted to see, you know, new technology, like, well, what are they thinking? And lucky for me, a couple of days later, he called me, it was 8 AM and I was driving into the office and I got a call and it was Sean's like, Hey dude, uh, this is Sean. Can we get on a call? I want to show you something. I was like, uh, sure. Who is this again? What do we talk? Like, I just forgot. Yeah. And, um reintroduced everything and um i was like yeah sure give me 20 minutes when we get to the office and i'll call you back get to the office about 8 30 and i just get into my normal routine you know walk around the office talking to everybody we get into a meeting calls me back at 10 o'clock and while i was in a meeting with the team hey you told me you're gonna be on a conference call and i was like sorry team i forgot let me you know get on this call i didn't know what to expect I forgot about the call yeah and uh like you know sean's very persistent so He was on a Zoom call waiting for me and Vern was on there as well. And they were like, hey, we want to show you this. Is this what you were talking about? And they had um, rebuilt a lot of the high-level foundational stuff for what I needed as an agency. I was like, wow, this is incredible. Can I take this and try it for a couple of customers? And from there, we had immediate success. And um, then I went to all of my customers. We started launching it nonstop. And I just felt so guilty that they stopped whatever they were doing to help me. And so my thing to them was like can i just send this to other people and you guys take all the money and all that like that it's a win-win yeah. right like you guys help me i uh, sure you, yeah. yeah and um we reached out to 20 agencies that i personally knew and as agency owners we always say yes to everything but very few actually follow through right. yeah about 15 of them came back and said yes we'll do it we know you robin and uh, the 15 came back they all paid for it and they all loved it and one of them sold their agency and was like i'm becoming a business coach i'd love for you to come out and just show everyone the software, what you did, because it was amazing. If I had it when I had my agency, it'd be amazing. Yeah. Uh, and so I got on a plane, Sean got on a plane, and um, that was the first time that we met in person. And on that plane ride, I was creating landing pages. I was like, if we're going to do it, we got to have some sort of sales page. We didn't have a real website. And we landed, it's the first time that I met Sean. We're staying at a hotel together, shared a room together, it was awesome. <laughs> yeah, you never know, the perspective of, like, you never met us first. Yeah. Yeah, 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 we're best friends, right? That's amazing. Um, and, you know, we get on a Zoom call with everyone. Like, all right, we got a presentation now. We're ready to go. We get to the event. There's 20 people in the room, 20 people virtually watching. And we get called up. We just thought we had 30 minutes. We just demoed the software, and then it was silent. And I'm like, okay, well, I guess it's time to break for lunch. We'll just go sit down. Yeah. And people are like, wait, wait, wait. Before you sit down, we have a couple of questions. And then the questions just started coming in. So much so, people are looking at the website saying, "Hey, can I buy this for a year? Will you give me a discount?" And we all look at each other, and Varun's on the camera behind, or the screen behind us, and then Sean and I, we're all kind of looking at each other, like, "Yes, sure." And then I like sneakily come back to the computer and make the adjustments, and then the whole event actually transformed into like we have more questions, like, "How can we use this for this idea or this concept?" They have more speakers coming on stage, talking about their concepts and things like that. Can we do this in high level? Like, yeah, as a matter of fact, you can do this, you know, only but is so the whole event turned into that. And then from there, um, we just kept going. We just, um, every single customer from that point was telling their networks, their groups. Um, I've always had the believer of birds of a feather flock together. Yeah, And we would also force the hand saying, Hey, we got you set up. Do you know anyone else that would like this? And being in an online space, it's like, oh, can you just message them right now? Maybe they can jump on a zoom call right now mm-hmm. and people. I mean, when I tell the story, people are always in shock. But it's like you don't realize like everybody's online, mostly in the agency world. Right. They're on in front of their computer, so they'll jump into a Zoom call immediately. And we would just pitch the software, and I'm like, "Oh, I'd like to try it," mm. and uh, it just grew like wildfire. And then six years later, we're. We're still here doing the same thing. Can you imagine that one call? That one call? No, yeah. the one client's like, hey, you should talk to these people. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah I do You know. I, and I think, you know, at that point, we both took a leap of faith in each other yeah. in a very short amount of time. It wasn't like, you know, old weeks and weeks and months of conversation. I was just like, uh, we're kind of trying to figure things out. Like, At what point did they say, we're, we're going to all partner together because there was a yeah. In the beginning you were just helping. Yeah. I was just doing it just for the sake of helping. I enjoyed it. Yeah. And I was just I remember walking around like, no, I'm just, you know, helping them. Like I didn't have a good answer of what I'm doing. I yeah. just enjoyed it. Yeah. You know. Um and if I my take on it was if I can make them successful, that'd be my story. I can help good people cool. launch. And yeah, that's me. You know, call me if you need me. Yeah. And, cool. Um it wasn't until about, you know, probably six months into it and it's like, Hey Robin, why aren't you coming onto this call? Like you're a partner, like yeah. you you need to be on it. like, what are you talking about? I'm like, yeah, you're a partner, of course. And then uh, what I didn't realize is that Vernon and Sean were talking and they were like, oh, why haven't we done the official stuff? Like, we need to have them be an official partner of the sure. company. And then they pulled me aside and invited me on. But, you know, from that point, I was paying for everything out of my pocket and stuff like that. And not from a, I'm going to get them one day alone. It was yeah, just, yeah. that's just me naturally. And yeah. I never even thought of it. It was just constantly like, I get to help more people. I get more exposure to helping more people. Of course yeah. I want to do that. Um, so that, that, that's so how cool. we got there. All right. So we're talking about the beginning. I want to talk about where you're at today. Then we're going to come back and talk about the middle. So, All right, so where are you guys at today? Yeah. So uh, you're six. We have about 60,000 agencies using our software. Uh, represents about 400 plus thousand businesses through those agencies. Um, we're about a team of a, a little under 900 people, uh, closer to a thousand. The number's growing so fast, it's hard to keep up, but somewhere in the 900 to a thousand person range right now. I'm sitting here doing the math 60,000 times 497 times holy cow yeah it's pretty wild well. the, yeah the numbers are, are <laughs> shocking you know every time I, I look at it we, we've been in a very fortunate position that we've been able to do it in an unorthodox method um, that we're not having to burn cash you know a lot of other software companies it's all about top line revenue not about keeping the revenue mm. right and so for us we've been profitable from day one essentially and today we're still profitable and you know figured out the model on how to keep the business healthy, because as business owners, it's, you know, if you don't have a lot of VC backing and stuff like that, yeah. it just, it's scary, you know, like you're always trying to figure out how do you keep the lights on, and so we just never had that mentality in our business. Going through that stage, getting there, because you're, you're right, I mean, no one, everyone talks about the top line. There's nothing hardly talking about profitability in the company. Um We talked a little bit about mentorship and different people that have kind of been impactful in your life. Of course, Sean had an exit, I think, before he came on as well. So was his just experience kind of what led that journey of making sure you were profitable or was there anybody else kind of guiding a little bit or was it just? Yeah. So Sean had a small exit before, but it wasn't a designed exit. It was somebody called him and said, hey, would you ever consider selling your business? And he just, you know, he takes anybody's phone call and just said, sure, and gave him just some crazy number. Just to get him off the call, and you know, lucky for him, two weeks later, the guy's like, "I think I have a buyer," and he's like, "Oh, okay, maybe I need to take this a little more seriously." And he ended up exiting the business from that perspective. Uh, you know, the business that he was running, um, it was invoicing software, right? And he was definitely at a point of, and you, you know, if you talk to him, i will tell you the same thing: of it was very stressful because he had about a thousand customers only paying him twenty nine dollars, and that's not enough to necessarily afford that's tough. you know support and things like that as well as being profitable. And, um, you know, so it took a lot out of him because he's, you know, number one support, number one everything in in the company. Um, So the fact that someone was willing to give him his top number, Mm. you know, he wanted to take advantage of that, um, which is positive, net-net. But, you know, from a mentor perspective, I wouldn't say that there was any direct coach or anything, but um, we've all been fans of Warren Buffett. And, you know, it's just kind of using a lot of the principles that he talks about. Um, not that we've directly met him or, you know, anything or had conversations with him, but a lot of, you know, principles of profitability above all, you know, and just making sure that you have a a rationale of, you know, focusing on growth within reason and not yeah. trying to stretch or trying to do anything funky with the numbers. Yeah. Uh, it's a lot safer it's all about margin of safety at the end of the day. Yeah. All right. So this is a commitment podcast. We're talking about, you know, what's, what's the big thing that you're, you're pointed towards, right? And we talked about it a little bit earlier, but, um what What's your driver? Why, why are you keep going? Yeah, so uh, you know one of the biggest things that we're focused on is you know continuing to do what we do every day. How do we do it in such a way that we're doing it better and faster? but we're not really trying to pivot the company. you're trying to do something new. we're trying to be predictive. It's just keep doing what you're, we're doing and just create a flywheel effect. and for for us, you know what I look at is how do we get our software in the hands of every small business in the world mm-hmm. with the idea that the the software with the agency, is the winning solution to making every business successful. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think, you know, from a cool philosophical world, you know, we talk about, you know, can, we'll be a $10 billion company in the next couple of years. And really what that means is $9 billion is made for the agency because they're serving so many small businesses. Um, and then, you know, because of that, the byproduct is that we'd become a billion dollar a year company. Mm, that's powerful. And you guys are changing, I mean, how many employees? Uh, yeah, close to a thousand, uh, 900 to a thousand people. And, and I mean, that's a thousand people that provide for their families off of you guys. And, yeah. And 66,000 agency owners that are, that's a big change. Yeah. And, and you know, huge. well, you know, uh, I get to be in the position of being at the top of the company. It's really the people behind us that that's doing all the, mm. the hard work and really providing that impact. Yeah. I just get to be in a great position to see them yeah. effectively do all this great work that, that, that they're yeah. putting out there. Now let's get real, um, uh, it sucks owning a business in a lot of different ways. I mean, it's painful. It's uh, so much stress on your back. Um, maybe what are some ways or, or some times where it's been like, oh, this sucks. Like, you know, you could you could sell off your sales today. it be pretty good. Have a decent life, right? Like, yeah. what's the moments where you're like getting not close to it? I know you don't want to sell, but where's the moments where you're getting really close of like this? Yeah, I mean, 100%. It's definitely challenging uh, and, you know, it's definitely – you have your peaks and valleys just like anything else. Um, I'd say for me personally, you know, every day is a challenge. There's always something going on. Mm. But, you know, it's how you take it. And, and for us, we've always just been accepting of oh, there's always going to be problems and things like that and just don't let it affect you. Mm. Um, now, that's most of the days. Now, there's days where, you know, you have your personal life, you have business life, your personal business life, your, you know, yeah. bills or something came up your water broke or something you know like in a house you know just when all of that kind of comes together those are kind of the moments where it's like why why did I sign up for all of this at once if I just cut out one and make my life easier but you know it's just good to have people to talk to and like for me not only you know from a family side but you know from a business side it's just yeah we all have these moments and I, I let me vent and then it's like okay this is just another day. Yes. Just power through it and you make it to the next day. And so yeah. when you have those, those, uh, those valleys, it's just having people to talk to and have that sounding board is super important. How has your hiring philosophy shifted or has it shifted over the years and like at height, for example, we went from hiring young people to like, we actually want moms and dads now, you know, it was a big shift for us. And, and even today that's weird because most people want these young cats, you know, has there any been any hiring philosophies of just aha moments where it. Shift you know, shifted the growth and, and help. Yeah, I, I think a lot of it has come back to the um, the individual themselves. You know, we talk about hiring for the smile, but a lot of it is the personality. And there's two parts to that. One is, are they just genuinely a nice, nice person? Mm-hmm. And do they have a willing to learn? Um, we used to hire a lot of technical people thinking yeah. that, you know, maybe they work for another CRM platform or another software. So if they come in, therefore they're going to be great. They'll learn product and just be able to, to be great but you know the culture aspect of our company is that we are customer first Mm -hmm. need to be on a call with people get on a zoom call talk to them and experience you know what they're experiencing because that's gonna help you move well that is actually something that you can't teach somebody Mm -hmm. somebody has to feel comfortable with it out the gate and so we've been now more hyper focused on that aspect of it because if they can they're willing to do that and they're also willing to learn they can pick up on the software side because my philosophy is every single agency in the world that's coming into our platform is starting at level zero and learning the software right so if you have the right personality you'll learn it yeah so that that's what we look for not being strong on the technical side out the gate yeah speaking of that success unfortunately in business there's a lot more failures than there are successes right and with y'all success looking even at our community at the high-level community as well as other communities like What do you feel that the biggest hindrance of success is with a lot of these folks? Um, I would say the dwelling of the failures is usually what slows people down. Uh. Just because you don't feel like it's a success today doesn't mean that you can't change it into being a success. um, Or the willing to just move on to the next thing Mm. is also another challenge. I, I see quite a few people that just stay with the same thing and they know it's a failure but they're unwilling to to shift or change or just let go in, yeah. in many cases. And a lot of it comes down to ego. Mm. Um, and not in a negative way. It's just, you know, I'm so passionate about this that I have to figure out how to make it work. And, you know, you know when it turns into a bad moment where, you know, beyond from a religious aspect and stuff, you start going to YouTube videos and trying to find motivational, and you're going through the whole cycle of every motivational going yeah. to figure out which is the one that's going to talk to me to help me right. coach me into the right, right move. Yeah. That's probably a sign that it's not going to work and that's completely fine move on to the next thing you have mm. great ideas it's just it's a timing thing in mm. many cases yeah um there's a lot of lo- a lot of material on uh, you know not giving up pushing forward pushing forward doesn't matter if it's perfect doesn't matter if it's messed up it doesn't matter if it's great just keep keep moving, keep well, moving i think moving. it's that interpretation of the moving forward mm. i think uh, a lot of people look at it as i just need to keep doing the same thing that hasn't been working and I just need to keep doing it over and over and over again until it eventually works. But I think it's also being comfortable and saying, I need to push forward in life because this is not working. And if I take what I learned here to do in the next thing, I can be infinitely better. That's the piece that people have a hard time in distinguishing what move they should make. Interesting. Interesting. All right, man. So um, a lot of people listen to the podcast. Um how do they get in touch with you? What's the easiest way to get in touch with you? Learn more about you and or maybe more importantly learn a little more about high level and else leadership and what you have going on and all the, the great things you guys are going on. Yeah, I mean we're super accessible. Um, you know, one the website is gohighlevel.com. You can always email me, Robin at gohighlevel.com, but I'm on every social media platform. I'm glued to my phone, so I'll uh, I'll respond as quick as I can and uh you know would love to chat and learn about what you're doing and um you know learn about high level. It's just as easy as going to our YouTube channel. We have tons of content out there um, as well as a lot of people putting up content as well. So from a software side, there's plenty of stuff. And if you want to learn more about me, I guess just email me. All right. Last question though before we go. Uh, I know you have big business goals, but outside of business, what's the big like, I want to do this one day? Personal with your family. Yeah. Uh, you know, from a family perspective, I'd like to be in a world where I would just want to make sure that my kids are respectable citizens to the world Mm. um how i get there and how i help get them getting there is unknown but that's what i'm always thinking about like am i making the right decisions you know from a family side that they're at least picking up on the right things i'm not Mm. saying that i'm perfect and do all the right things but i want to be intentional when i do the right things that they see it Yeah. yeah i love that man Dude, I appreciate you and, and John Varun and all the things you guys are doing. Like, it's incredible. Like, I mean, it really, you guys are changing the lives of so many people. Thank you. And, and likewise to you. I mean, what you've been doing, you know, building community, building a lot of, you know, people coming together and doing, you know, creating a open space for people to talk about these sort of conversations, but also from a business perspective, I think what you guys are doing is incredible as well. Awesome, brother. I appreciate you. Thank you.